Welcome back to episode 22 of Orlando Out of Context. I'm hey, Brian. I'm Stephanie. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context and visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com and listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play and make sure you go leave us that review on Five iTunes. Stars. <laughs> so this episode is kind of a hodgepodge of some let's just shout out to orlando weekly because hey orlando basi- weekly <laughs> basically we're just gonna give you our opinions on your topics <laughs> i went to orlando weekly <laughs> and pulled up their uh some of their stories that were interesting to us <laughs> and so we are gonna just kind of talk and have a conversation about some of these just things shoot the shit <laughs> just shoot the shit on what's up in orlando so uh, this is just going to be a hodgepodge of things. So go visit OrlandoWeekly.com. I love Orlando Weekly. They do have a print. Um, they have a, a print magazine that they put out that's free, that's in locations throughout uh, Orlando. They have um, a good website with articles, and you can kind of see what's happening and stay up to date with what's going on in Orlando. And then they also put us on a list of, I think the top 25, um, new Instagram accounts, Instagram accounts locals that should locals, be following. yes, the locals should be following. What do you do? Ooh. Think about it every night before you go to sleep. No, you knew, I the, get, you knew the name right off. Get you the spat, hell out of here. You spat that out real quick. Cause I saw you struggling. I was trying to help you. <laughs> It was exciting. It was exciting. And I had to have that moment all by myself <laughs> because you were somewhere else. I don't remember where you, I was at work and you were somewhere else. I think uh, that was the day that Cheryl and I were at the spa. Oh, probably. Yes. Because I remember thinking, oh, his phone is probably in the locker and he's not going to get this. <laughs> but it was just exciting because I clicked into the ad and I was like looking through it and I immediately screenshotted it and sent it to you yeah, and said, you did. I said, I want to be on this list next year. And, then you s- and as I clicked, you know, 10, 9, 8, you know, clicking through the d- and I was like, oh, that's my picture. <laughs> that's my account. Yes, we are. We, on, we are on that list. Even uh, though what it's like, obviously, it doesn't really mean anything because it's really not that big of a deal. But t- to me, it well, was. I think that for uh, for us being a new podcast and having a new Instagram account, it was kind of meaningful for us that we're actually being found by somebody yeah. and Orlando weekly found us. So, and we did get quite a bit of followers we on our did. Instagram account. From that. So Orlando we weekly, like can we get another shout out? Hey girl, <laughs> <laughs> we need some more followers. <laughs> Give us another shout out. Maybe we'll push. We need to, t- we need to get friendly with Orlando weekly. Honestly, one of our biggest um, goals is to just have authentic followers. Like, we want everyone that follows our page to follow it for a good reason. That's right. So we're like less about quantity, more about quality. I agree. And I think we we do pretty well. Yeah. We're doing pretty well. We're learning. You know, we, we both have full-time jobs and this is definitely a side thing and it's a passion project and we do love Orlando and, you know, it is what it is. And we're learning a lot as we go. So we're having fun. So anyway, let me give you a teaser of this episode so you kind of... Um, 
know uh, what's going on and what to stay tuned for. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, a little bit about the Gardens of Galaxy roller coaster at Epcot. There was some um, new things revealed at the... um, Oh, gosh, what's it called? It's the International, which is another thing we're going to talk about when we get to that. Anyway, we're going to talk about Gardens of the Galaxy uh, and the new attraction. Was this the theme park convention? Yes, exactly. We're going to talk about that in a second. We should go. Can we go without paying? Well, let me talk about that in a second, okay? And then um, we're going to talk about uh, Brightline, the train that's going to go from here to Miami. Uh, there's some developments on that, so stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about Universal Orlando, and they're giving their employees a raise. Woo woo! Holler! And we'll talk a little bit about Disney as well, giving their employees a raise. Uh, and then we're going to talk about something interesting with Taco Bell. So stay tuned for everybody this loves Taco Bell tidbit about Taco Bell, and then we also have some drama uh, about Artagon Marketplace. Uh, there's some illegal action going on at the abandoned Artagon marketplace, so you need to stay tuned for what illegal things are happening there. And then um, we are going to talk about a top amusement park company coming to who might be coming to Orlando, Orlando. next. Man, we're gonna we're getting kind of good at this uh, teasing thing. <laughs> It's like we went to new school. So you all, <laughs> it's like we went to new school. Uh, that would be being a journalism major. <laughs> new school. Yes, new school. <laughs> okay, so, so you want to stay tuned all the way through to uh, get some of these details. Uh, of course, we uh, are not claiming that we are the first ones to report this. We are basically saying that. Orlando. None of these are original ideas. Or- <laughs> Orlando are simply our thoughts and expressions. Orlando of- Weekly has provided all these news stories, so please go visit them at orlandoweekly.com. Uh, we appreciate you, Orlando Weekly. So, the first one being um, Disney reveals uh, a new storytelling ride vehicles for Gardens of the Galaxy. So these ride vehicles are basically going to be on a roller coaster track and they're going to be able to turn and point you into the direction of where you need to see what's going on in the story element of the roller coaster, which to me, okay. Is that like Spider-Man? I feel like that's like Spider-Man. So this is, to me, this is like not new because Ratatouille in Paris, uh, at Disneyland Paris at the Walt Disney Studios, which I've been to. Uh, I'm just rubbing it in Steph's face. Thanks. Uh, they use something similar. Of course, it's not a roller coaster, and it's not on a track. It's it's you know the trackless ride vehicle. But come on, uh, it's it's like what Harry Potter uses. It's what I mean. It's nothing new to me. So I don't know why uh, Disney is claiming it's new. But anyways, this was during a breakfast panel at um, the IAAPA. Uh, 2018 which is the international amusement attraction i don't know conference association (laughs) i don't know what it stands for i've been to this conference before because shout out to sherry marshall what have you never told me about this i have told you about this so my friend sherry marshall is the um president at science museum oklahoma I worked at Science Museum for, I think, about six months. But during that time, uh, I got to know uh, Sherry, which she wasn't the president at the time. Um, but I love Sherry. And Sherry, it was in town because, you know, IAAPA, which we got to figure out how to say that. IAPA? Let's just call it IAPA. IAPA? 
was in town and uh, I saw on Facebook, I barely go on Facebook, but I saw that she posted that she was here in town on, uh, on Facebook and she didn't tell me that she was here. Well, damn, Sherry. <laughs> and so I commented out to her, hey, you didn't tell me that you were uh, in town. What's the deal? And then she replies back, well, I'm a little bit hurt that I haven't been mentioned on uh, your podcast because I've been listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, sh- sh- shout out to Sherry uh, over at uh, um, Sherry. I want to go to the amusement park conference. So one year, Sherry um, came and she um, she invited me along. And I well, got Sherry, how about this? Next time, we'll all go together. All three of us will go together, and you can come and be a guest. And and then you can be on our podcast. Sherry would be fantastic on the podcast, and we can talk about. Um, amusement park. Sure, would be a come. great guest on the podcast. So next year, when she comes for our app, and next year we're gonna have Sherry. So what on the is podcast. um? Why is she doing that? What does because that have to do with the science museum? When the science museum, um, you know, science museum, uh, museums have to keep up with things as well and bring uh, attractions, and they have to have people to build their attractions or their um, displays or their exhibits yeah. all right so that's why sherry comes she looks to see uh what innovations are uh, there she has some partnerships with some of the vendors there that's I know awesome that they send her here from oklahoma she sends herself because she's the boss oh excuse sherry's me? probably gonna be like why are you talking like this that's but. why you can pay for us to go to <laughs> I always wanted to go like amusement parks just fascinate me like ever since I was ever since I've been a Disney cast member like looking at how they function and how like the everyday operation of something as big as an amusement park and you know all the advancements in the industry as far as ride vehicles and just everything it just um, amazes me I would love to go to something like this to see what's out there so the year that I went to IAPA I did get to see the the like the floor, the expo floor. It was pretty cool, uh, but the coolest part was um, we did get to go one night to um, the uh, closed Universal or um, the Harry Potter's both sides of Harry yeah, Potter I think for I us. Do. Now I'm remembering. And so you that's me how this. I've experienced Harry Potter. That's how I experienced Harry Potter for the for the, for the first time, and um, it was cool. It was very cool. But anyway, so that's my experience with IAPA. But these ride vehicles that they're saying new for the Gardens of Guardians of the Galaxy, I feel like it's, I mean, it's going to be cool. And they're finally using technology that they should be using Disney. But it, I wouldn't say it's new. But I'm looking forward to the um, Gardens of the Galaxy coaster at Epcot. The building, we've seen the building being it's built. Huge. It's huge. It's really big. And it reminds me, I told Steph this already, I think it was you that I told it. It reminds me when Indiana Jones at Disneyland was being built. Mm-hmm. And I was a kid at the time and we visited and we got to see the steel structure of what was going to be the attraction. And it's just cool to see it at that point um, and to know that there's going to be an awesome attraction inside. Well, hopefully it's going to be awesome. So, and then at the bottom of this article at orlandoweekly.com, they have the exterior photo of what the facade is going to look like of the attraction. And it keeps the um, universe of energy um, look to it a little bit. I'm glad they're keeping it because I think it looks cool. And um, it kind of, it shows what it's going to look like. It looks cool. It looks awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And this is going to open in 2021, I believe. Really? Why so far? Well, you know, they're just built. It, th- that's only a few years away. It's going to be for the 50th uh, anniversary of 
the Walt Disney uh, Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, look, it's taking them forever to build the Skyliner throughout. I oh mean, God. that's taking forever. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't think that this new ride, it's not a new ride vehicle. It's but it's the, it's the technology is already there. Universal's I think for been our using resort, for, for the Walt Disney World Resort, it's new. Well, I'm glad that um, Disney is finally getting on board with this new technology because Universal's been doing it for a while. So, so the second thing that we want to talk about is Brightline. So Brightline is changing uh, their name. How to, are they changing their name when they have barely even opened? Because they have this new partnership. <laughs> so the partnership is uh, with Richard Branson, which of course uh, is responsible for Virgin Airlines. At one point it was Virgin Record Store uh, as well, which we do miss uh, at yeah. Disney Springs or what was downtown Disney. But it looks like uh, Brightline is going into partnership with Richard Branch- Branson. So because that strong virgin branding is in place uh they're going to use that virgin brand on the trains i think this is a great idea i don't think there was anything wrong with the Brightline name but i think it's a great idea to brand because virgin airlines even though i've never been on it has a great reputation so now we're gonna say all aboard the virgin train all aboard the virgin train mm. toot toot uh, <laughs> i wonder if they're gonna paint them red i'm sure they will it's going to be I wonder if they'll be as luxurious as I've heard that Virgin planes are just awesome. Well, I've seen some pictures cuz I follow Brightline on Instagram and their trains do seem nice. So I don't think it's going to be um a difficult transition uh on the interior, but I'm sure they'll just they're going to um they're going to change the exterior to be red with the Virgin logo. I think it's a great idea. I think it's fun and you know, Virgin has a great reputation and uh I think it it makes sense. And uh, the article says that uh, Richard uh, um, has been looking for an opportunity to get into trains. And so this is a a way into that. And I read in this article, which I wasn't familiar with before, but it's going to connect us to Tampa as well. Oh, that would be awesome for concerts and stuff. Right now, the Brightline, which is soon going to be Virgin Trains USA... Uh, it goes between West Palm Beach, Fort Laud, and then downtown Miami. Eventually, it's going to connect from Orlando, West Palm Beach, Fort Laud, and Miami, which is going to be awesome yeah. when that uh, comes uh, into place. Um, I'm not sure what this, this article doesn't say necessarily what the timeline is for Orlando to join, but it does mention Tampa. And I really hadn't wasn't familiar with Tampa being a part of the project, but that's awesome. Yeah, that connects really, except for Jacksonville and Tallahassee, all the major cities in in Florida. Because we're in a great spot, honestly. Anywhere we want to go is just a short drive, but the train this will make it even better. Well, I don't the 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 drive to Miami is boring. Yeah, and but uh, see if you're on the train, like you can do stuff. Like you could potentially be getting work done. You mm-hmm. know if. You wanted to we go could be for podcasting a long, on yeah, the train. Yeah, we could be podcasting on the train. We should do that one time. When it finally opens, we will. Yeah. From here to uh, Orlando or Miami. So I thought that was a cool uh, story. I think that that's, that's awesome that they're able to make that partnership and make the brand stronger. And I'm looking forward Probably to Probably they train. needed more money. I mean, that train station looks so huge. Yeah, the train station is already... Oh, my God. The train station is... Uh, already built for the train here in orlando it is at the orlando international airport and it's huge and gorgeous it gets really big it almost looks as big as like some parts of the airport and you know they're building a terminal c at the airport no i did not know yes that's another topic for another day 
All right. So the next one is the uh, pay increase happening over at Universal. And they are going to, by February uh, of next year, uh, they are going to be raising their minimum to 12 an hour. That's really sad. I would have guessed they would have already been making $12 an hour. Don't you think? No? I don't know. No. I guess I'm far removed from a frontline job like that. I mean, I worked that for many years. I think that pay rate is freaking awesome. And then uh, the article mentions, of course, that Disney uh, has already come into an agreement. Now, Disney is going to raise wages to 15 uh, the minimum awesome. being 15 by 2021. So they have a few years to implement that. There were some other things that Disney's union got worked in, like they're getting some kind of back pay. And we we have a friend at, at Disney um, who has gotten that. As, yeah, they just cut him a check. Pay. We've had a, a few friends that uh, for the back pay. have had those uh, checks cut. Which I don't them. quite understand how that works. Like, I feel like if they're going to make a change, that's great. But why should they be obligated to pay you it might, for something that happened for hours you worked before a positive change was it, made? I don't know exactly the, the logistics or whatever of it, but it might be from the moment they started the um, negotiations. negotiations or something. Yeah. So uh, anyway, <clears throat> good for Universal employees and Disney employees that they're uh, getting their pay. Because, you know, when we were I'm happy there, to see that because everything in the parks go up all the time. The price of food, the price mm-hmm. of drinks, the price of admission. So that needs to be passed along to the amazing frontline cast members that work very hard to create what you get as a guest. Yep. Um, I think, uh, I don't know what the stipulations are with the Disney um, wages going to 15. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not. This is not in the article by Orlando Weekly. This is something that uh, I've heard or spec- uh, th- being speculated is that um, because they're getting paid that much at this point, there are some uh, things that will t- tighten up. You like you won't be able to get away with as much in terms of like union. Because right now, if you, uh, it happened a lot when if you got in trouble, the union would fight for you and you would get your b- job back, even though yeah. you got in trouble for something that you should have been fired you for. Been fired so for. I think that there might be some more accountability to the cast members, which at the end of the day would be good because yeah. you know, I saw stuff all the time that people came back and they should have never come back. So yeah, we'll sure. see. I don't know uh, what uh, everything that was uh, negotiated with the Disney, but I think it's good. Um, I think prices will increase in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> like when, if everyone's making 15, cause like there's so many cast members at Disney and uh, Universal. If everyone's making now what they should be making, then our prices are all going to go up. It's crazy. So the amount of money we spend on everything in life. And everything just keeps going up and up. Yeah, but I think we're you, not gonna you look- started saying it. I think when we worked at Disney, I swear to you, I think I was making like eight something an hour. Yeah. And this was in 2006. No. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Mm-hmm. Isn't it nuts that we once lived on $8 an hour? Mm-hmm. That blows my freaking mind. Yep. Okay, so uh, the next one is, this is kind of just a fun one. And I know Stephanie doesn't really like Taco Bell. <laughs> but Taco Bell is kind of coming, but the trend is coming back because the 90s are back. Yeah. And so Taco Bell is very kind of a 90s thing. And so you can now book private parties at the Taco Bell in a Koei. 
we know where your next birthday party is going to be. <laughs> but this is like, it's very much geared. And now I'm on. Oh my gosh, they have balloons that look like the packets of sauce. <laughs> I'm down for that. So now I'm at TacoBellParty.com. And this is the first time Stephanie's seeing this. Uh, and they got the cast of uh, Vanderpump Rules, which is a Bravo series. They have the cast of that show uh, as the models for this uh, party by Taco Bell uh, campaign. And, so- <laughs> and the title says Hot Sauce Soiree. And hot is spelled H-A-U-T-E. It's Hot Saucy Soiree. Oh, Saucy Soiree. Saucy. So <laughs> they are basically advertising that you're going to select the time and place for for your saucy soiree. So how do you say that? Soiree. Soiree, sorry. Uh, Set the mood with one of our tantalizing Taco Bell party decor <laughs> kit. And then enhance with the ambiance with tasteful accoutrements. What the hell is that word? Uh, and then That's pro- not even a Mexican word. It's French. And then provide payment and confirm reservation. And then make an interest and bask in the glorious extravaganza of tacos, friends, and tacos. <laughs> damn they really talk this up it kind of makes me want to go this is fun though it's just kind of fun so i guess they're really advertising so this what's to the adults. prices there it says prices start go back down here prices start at 25 dollars and include reserved seating in our restaurant and a taco bell party decor <laughs> kit <laughs> oh my gosh taco bell party decor kit one table runner 10 paper plates one photo prop kit <laughs> Oh my god! So the food is not included in that twenty-five dollars, uh, but this is just—it's fun. You see, it says VIP seating for two to ten people. You and I could go have our own party. We could. We, we could should. have a Orlando Out of Context meetup. I think we should. But uh, nobody would want to meet us. I mean, not in a Koei. Where is no. a Koei even? We could take Brian here for his birthday. This is Brian. This is his favorite restaurant. This is. It, he it, would love to have a party. It's here. just. It's just kind of fun. So I just love how they were like getting so crazy with the description. What seriously? What is that word? Accoutrements. I need you to Google that word right now. Accoutrements is like just like accessories. I've never heard that word in my whole life. Really? I love learning new words. Okay, we're gonna learn accoutrements. accoutrements. Additional items of dress or equipment, or other items carried <laughs> or worn by a person or used for a particular activity. Accoutrement. Accoutrement. Okay. It's of French origin. Why would they use that word? Because they're trying to be fancy. That's so fancy. I don't even know the meaning to it. Anyway, so I just thought this was kind of fun. It's cool. And you know, um, in Vegas, they have a wedding um, chapel. Do they? Taco Bell does? Yes. You have a wedding chapel and you can get married there and then have Taco Bell reception. Wow. But see, this is called the, isn't this the Taco Bell Cantina? I don't think this is a cantina. So what is the Taco Bell Cantina? So now they have places like called the Taco Bell Cantina. And these places are Taco Bells that serve liquor. Really? They serve alcohol. I don't know if they serve liquor. They serve like beer. An urban restaurant design, open kitchen, custom menu, shareable appetizers, sangria, wine, and beer. Oh, wow. And we're seeing pictures now of these. Cantinas. And they're saying there's one like near UCF on um, on University Boulevard. Well, Taco Bell definitely has made uh, a huge comeback. I like Taco Bell. Um, 
but they definitely made a huge comeback over the, I would say the last year and a half just with kind of the resurgence of the nineties. So just fun thing you can do if you're in a Koei or if you're nearby or you really Get want to, party. if you want to make the drive over to have your uh, party at uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> and then the next one is, okay, so we've talked about this, the auto museum, auto museum at Artigan. We talked about it a few episodes ago that this was coming because Artigan has been empty since January of this year or last year. I don't know. Uh, I forget. I think it's might have might be this year. Uh, anyway, and this guy who bought it has this huge uh, collection of automobiles. So is this open to the public now? No, it's not. So <clears throat> this uh, auto museum that's going to be, or supposedly still is going to be in Artigan, is uh, by Miami developer uh, Michael Deser, Deezer, however you pronounce his name. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, anyways, he's been bringing his cars into what was once Artigan, and he has now uh, racked up a $200 daily fine, which I'm sure for him is nothing. Um, and I guess it kicked in recently. Um because there was some things in the parking lot like um replicas of a, a ship and a plane were just sitting in the parking lot mm -hmm. basically the zoning for you can't just like decide i'm gonna have a museum wherever i'm Even gonna if have you a museum own or rent the property you still have to do zoning like it has to be zoned properly and you have to have you the would right think permits people would be doing like checking for that stuff like when you build like when you're going into a business venture you would think like there's steps that you take so you're not just blowing money. Well, we've experienced it firsthand with new businesses in Orlando, how uh, people yes. don't really put all the ducks in order. And That's so uh, this is, I think, an example of that. I'm sure he'll make but sure especially fixed. to me when it comes to like t taking huge, unmovable things and just placing them places. You know what I mean? Like... So anyway, there's pictures on the article of Orlando Weekly of like the planes dismantled in like the back alleys of the Artigan. It's just weird. I get a weird vibe from this guy anyway, and I'm curious to see really what happens. Why do you get a weird vibe from I him? I just think it's like seedy and like cheesy. Like if, if you look at this article, the picture of the article, like these cars that he has in here, He's not doing any remodeling to Artigan, it seems. Like he's just putting the cars in the, the cars. spots that used to be in there. He's just throwing the cars in there. And what is he going to do? Just charge a, what, $25 admission to go in and see the cars? I don't know. It To me, it's just not well thought out. And it's not what I want for that area. It's just throwing cars into an empty building and calling it a museum. I just don't understand like the point of it. I mean, as far as the business venture goes... If this is your personal collection, I mean, cool. I guess everyone has their own hobbies and collections, but I don't know. Maybe he just wants to share it with the world. I don't know. Like what the point of it, it seems like it would be very expensive is what I mean, really. Like to rent out that whole mall. Like well, he's not whole, renting. He owns it. So well, I mean, like to own that space just to put cars in there. Yeah. That's not like uh, it, it's kind of a one and done type of thing. Like somebody pays to get in there and that's it it's not like you're gonna be selling things or generating other income 
other than maybe food and snacks, but... Well, he has this whole, like, uh, indoor theme park down in Miami, and so the talk is is that he might have something like that here in this space. So we'll see what comes of it. It's just, I don't know. To me, it's a little seedy and kind of weird. And uh, go look at the pictures at orlandoweekly.com and just kind of get an idea, a feel for it. It's just... I don't know. Meh. I want more for the space uh, for that. That's a really prime, That's a prime spot. location. It's right across across from the international uh, uh, violent outlets. Draws a huge crowd there. I mean, and we experienced that. Remember, we talked about the yeah. limited parking that's there at um, the outlets. I'm surprised that the outlets didn't fight to get that to build a parking that garage. lot uh, or that land there. Because the Bass Pro's already there, and then and Bass Pro's not going anywhere supposedly, because supposedly that's the busiest Bass Pro in the nation. Supposedly is what I've heard, and then um, Cinemark is there. So yeah. if they would have, uh, if the outlets would have bought on that, I mean they were they would be set up with uh, some major tenants already, and then put in others. So and build a parking garage. My goodness, for Christ's sake, build us a goddamn parking garage. So the final so we thing can spend all the money. The final thing that I wanted to talk about is the amusement park franchise or company that might possibly be coming to Orlando. Who could it be next? Um, but that um, also means that I think that if it happens, the branding might stay for the current one, or it just might get totally switched over to Six Flags. So Six Flags is supposedly there is a rumor going around that Six Flags uh, might be interested in purchasing SeaWorld. So um, Orlando Weekly is saying that last week an obscure obscure theme park industry blog, Themed Reality, uh, posted on a Facebook message uh, stating that reliable sources inform me that Six Flags Entertainment Corporation is in talks to purchase all or part of SeaWorld Entertainment uh, more as details become available. This kind of makes sense because SeaWorld is kind of, uh, they're transitioning themselves anyway. Yeah. So they're transitioning into less about animals and more about uh, attractions. So it kind of makes sense if maybe they're deciding that they, uh, that they Bush Gardens is, or the Bush, what is it, Anheuser-Busch Anheuser wants to let go of SeaWorld possibly. But Anheuser-Busch doesn't even own SeaWorld anymore. No? It's, it's a company called InBev. Um, and they bought it out a long time ago. Okay. That's why they don't have the beer tasting and the Clydesdales there oh, anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't really rec- uh, realize that. Yeah. But anyway, so um, I could see Six Flags coming in. I mean, they already have r- the roller coasters in uh, SeaWorld. I think that eventually we're going to see the uh, the animal piece of it fade out. And, you know, I, I definitely could see that. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad for me because I grew up with SeaWorld. Because <laughs> I grew up in Pennsylvania. So and you used I, to have one up there. Yeah. My grandparents took us to the one that was in Sandusky, Ohio. And then when I moved here, you know, I've always lived like within a mile of SeaWorld. And I mean, I don't know. It's just sad. It would just be sad to me to see it go. I mean, inevitably it is going to go because of because of everything that's been happening in the media. And after after the documentary Blackfish was released and everyone thinks that it's so bad about the way the animals are treated, so on and so forth. But I love it. I like it. 
I like seeing the animal shows. Well, I definitely, the, the thing that I'll say that's great about SeaWorld is their Christmas. They do a really oh, good Christmas. Yes. Um, and it doesn't cost extra. The all the, Everything with their Christmas that they do for Christmas is included in a regular ticket. I just got an email today that they're starting their Blue Friday specials. What's that? They're Black Friday specials, but they call them blue because oh. of the ocean. And what's the special? Um, I think, uh, well, I was just looking for one day tickets because that's all I wanted. And they had them for uh, $40 as opposed to the 70 i think but they have like all kinds of you can get a, a deal on annual passes you can get uh two parks you can get uh the water park which is across the street and one day there and one day at sea world um yeah so i have a page up now so if you're interested in going to sea world it says um orlando weekday ticket is as low as 39.99 a uh, single park ticket, uh, forty nine ninety nine. Um, SeaWorld and Aquatica, fifty nine ninety nine. That's a deal. Aquatica S- is an awesome water park. If really you haven't is. been to Aquatica, uh, definitely. Uh, and if you're a water park person, love Aquatica. Aquatica. Ha- ha- my favorite thing of Aquatica is the Russian. Uh, the rose rapids the rapids yes yes. because it's not it's kind of like a lazy river but not so lazy because it is rapids it like pushes you and you just float along yeah it's fun it's it's just a fast-paced uh lazy river this is a good deal too sea world um orlando and bush gardens tampa uh two parks ticket is 69.99 that's a deal so you can save over 40 percent on discovery cove which i've never been to you would uh, like it and then there's some other uh things that you can upgrade your ticket for like experiences with dolphins and stuff but this is their like stuff i said. was thinking i wanted Blue to Friday buy sale. i wanted to buy um a single day ticket in case hansen comes back for the food festival mm-hmm. because last year they were here in march for the food festival so i want to be ready with my discounted ticket so you can just buy the discounted ticket and just have it on hand yeah yeah that would be cool the sale ends november 26th hurry 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 oh they also have a cute oh we were (laughs) what i just went off into a topic we actually already talked about but in my mind it was like brand new (laughs) um for so for the christmas event they have like this really Mm -hmm. cute little like christmas village where they have like Mm -hmm. you can buy hot buy this little mug and refill it with hot cocoa they have a a fire they have carolers and it's so cute yeah it's really cute the thing that i miss about their christmas uh celebration is they used to have the polar express experience but they've replaced that with uh i think rudolph or something i think they just lost their deal with or their licensing for the polar express but the polar express was cool uh if you haven't been to SeaWorld for christmas the ice skating show is everything i love that and then the trees out on the water, it's beautiful. Definitely something, maybe we'll even talk about it more on the Christmas And that's episode. what I was thinking too. I was thinking if I didn't use that ticket I bought for Hanson, like if they don't get invited back or they don't come back, that I would use it next Christmas for the Christmas event. There you go. It's an investment. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. That's it. I hope hopefully you guys enjoyed that a little bit. We kind of touching on different tidbits. Let us know if you did, and we can throw in some more episodes like that, touching on kind of news topics yeah. and just general discussion about what's happening in Orlando. 
And we got a lot of stuff coming up for the holiday season. A lot of things that we're really excited to talk about with you guys. Yes. So um, we can kind of tease. We're going to be going to the Winter Garden Theater. We have an interview uh, set up with them and as well as we're going to be seeing the holiday show that they have there, um, which is a Christmas story. Yes. Uh, so we have that coming up. I think this weekend we're going to go to uh, uh, the Ice, Gaylord, Gaylord Ice, uh, which is also a Christmas story. Yeah. Which I saw some pictures of that. That looks really cute. I'm excited. So have, yeah, I'm excited. Have you about been that to Ice well. before? I've been to Ice before. Okay. Yeah, we've been together. I think once. Um, but we have other things coming up. We, last night, uh, we sat down and planned out the rest of the year. So we have the rest of the year planned out for you guys. I don't think we're going to miss any weeks for the rest of the year. And, uh, uh, I think it'll take us, oh, what does it take us to episode 30? Almost, yeah. or at least almost. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So thank you again so much for joining us. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Orlando Out of Context. Visit us at OrlandoOutOfContext.com. And then please listen and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And make sure you go ahead and leave that review on iTunes. Until five next stars. time. Yes, five stars. Until next time. <laughs> until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> My voice is coming back, man. That Hanson concert crushed my vocal cords. Seriously, for like a week, my shit was weak. Three days of screaming and throwing my panties. It was rough.